Welcome to Life Church Podcasts. We know you'll be blessed by this message. If you've got a Bible today and you want to follow along, um, that would probably be a reasonably good thing to do. I'm really disorganised this morning, which I know you will be um, quite shocked about, me being disorganised, but uh, I sort of am. Um, can I give you that, Pamela? Then I can't play with me phone while I preach. So, yeah, I've got to take it off them. That's what you've got to do, isn't it? So, uh, so we had a good time away, didn't we? Had some interesting things uh, happen, just, just sort of interesting. And uh, I saw these guys all sailing these yachts one day. I thought I, I wouldn't mind having a go at that. Haven't got engines on them, but it looked fun. They were sort of nearly tipping over and flying across the waves, and so Pam is not convinced that that's the way to go. And uh, said, "You could hang out the side with me and add weight. I'm not getting on one of them." She said, "So <laughs> I can swim. <laughs> I could rescue you." <laughs> not in the head. Yeah, she thinks rescue would be needed if I game. But anyway. Just a thought, just a thought. Carlton actually won a game while I was away. That was an amazing thing in itself, isn't it? There. And uh, so there you go. But let's come to the Word of God today. So I'm not real sure where I should start this today. I'm, I'm, uh, you'd think, man, he's been away for three weeks. He should have something sorted out and trouble is I've got too many things sorted out and I don't know where to start or where to finish. But what I know is this, that in Hebrews chapter 11 it says this in verse 1, that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Is that right? It's the evidence of things unseen. So it's the evidence or it's the conviction or the belief in our hearts that the things we don't see exist even though we don't see them, that they exist and God has them for us. Amen? That's what it's all about. For by it, it says, that is by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony or a good report. And verse 3 is where I, I, I don't think I want to stop at verse 3 today, but probably go somewhere else. But verse 3 fascinates me and I've just been looking at it for weeks and weeks and weeks and uh, what am I doing looking at a verse like that? Well, there's a lot in it, let me tell you. And uh, it says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And so the Bible doesn't give us a, a, a scientific detail of how he did what he did but it tells us all that we need to know and that is that he created it was created by the word of God by the spoken word of God so when he said let there be light I don't know what happened but there was light and it's still here today (laughs) okay there was light before there was a sun I don't want to confuse your brain this morning, but uh, people out there know nothing, let me tell you. 
and uh, it's amazing. The world was framed, the, uh, the worlds, it says, sorry, were framed by the word of God. And so the things that are now seen were not made by things uh, that are seen. They're not, not made by things that are visible. So how do you work that out? Yet the things that are invisible are real and there and just a part, just as much a part of life as what the visible things are, even more so. Okay, so, and so I could go a lot of ways there this morning, but as I was reading this, it says in Hebrews that by faith we understand that the worlds, world s worlds, and that's an interesting word. And I, I just a few weeks ago I, I was looking at it and the only other place I can find it in scripture is also in Hebrews in chapter 1. And so may I, uh, chapter, chapter 1, yeah, may I read the first couple of verses today of Hebrews chapter 1. Understanding that the book of Hebrews was written by uh, someone to the Hebrews, to the Jewish people. And uh, it has lots of application to us still. But he wrote, therefore, this way, God, who at various times and in various ways spake in time past to the fathers by the prophets. I nearly made a mistake then because I grew up with a King James Bible. Or did I say he spake in, instead of spoke? But it's just the old. I can't get the old out of me and I don't really want to spoken time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, praise God, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. Isn't that interesting, the same word? Well, is that the world that we live in? And the answer is no, well, yes and no. He certainly made the world we live in. But the world there, it's a Greek word. You know I know Greek well. Uh, But the word actually means sort of the universe, but more specifically the ages, past, present and future. So that's why I say to you this morning, he's already made the future. We can't see it. But your future's out there, man. And God knows it, amen? And uh, so it's a good thing to get to know God. But uh, J.B. Phillips' translation, it's an old, uh, there's many translations of scripture now, but back in the old days there was the King James and not a whole lot else. There was the author of the American Standard Version came back years ago, didn't it? And a guy by the name of J.B. Phillips translated, and I know, I don't know whether it's a whole Bible translation, but he translated the New Translation, uh, New Testament, uh, uh, did a paraphrased v- a version of the New Testament. And he put there, that when it says God created the worlds, he puts it this way. He puts the worlds as God's scheme of time and space. And it's a, it's a good way of explaining it. And so it's not just our world, it's everything that e- exists or has existed from past to present to future, God has created and spoken into being. And I've, I just find that amazing. And uh, 
and you know, I just I want want today. If there's anything that happens today, I just would love you to get another glimpse of the bigness of God, or the what's the word, awesomeness, or greatness, or hugeness. I don't know of God. We've got an incredible God, amen? We've got an incredible, 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 incredible God that just goes way beyond human understanding. Is that right? Seriously, you know, Isaiah uh, uh, chapter 40, is it? I think it's verse 28, isn't it? Have you not known, have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord creator of the ends of the earth, never tires or is wearied. And it says his understanding is unsearchable. We just can't. In this life, we will never get to grips with the greatness and what God has done. And uh, why didn't he write a book on how he made the world so everyone could understand it and not go around with the rubbish they go around with today? because we wouldn't have been able to understand how he made it because he spoke and it happened. Amen. I don't know the workings. I just know that he did it. So I, I need to get on, on track. God's scheme of time and grace. So it, it's an amazing thing. I, I just want to talk about the ages, past, present, future, today, and, and things relating to them and, and the truth of God created because there's a... There's so much in that for us. There really is. So can I add verse 3 of Hebrews uh, chapter 1 to uh, uh, verse 2? It did say there, did it not, that in the last days uh, God had spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. That's things still to come. He's heir of all things. By whom also he made the world's. Verse 3 says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. I just think, wow, how awesome is that? When I read those verses... I don't know what you think of when you read them, but when I read them, my, my mind just goes to Colossians. Chapter 1, verses 15, 16, 17, 18, around that portion of the book of, uh, uh, of Colossians. It, it says, you know, in a different way, it says all the same things. Enlightens us in some ways and, and supports and confirms in other ways but just a few little examples and for reasons of time I won't go reading too much but uh, Hebrews 1 2 says God through Jesus made the worlds that is God's scheme of time and and uh, space or it's the it's the universe it's the ages past present future he made that Colossians 1 16 says through Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and on the earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. So it enlightens us a little, it confirms 
you know, it supports what scripture supports itself. It doesn't ever contradict itself. It supports itself. Amazing. Hebrews 1.3 says, Jesus upholds all things by the word of his power. Colossians 1.17 says, Jesus is before all things and in him all things consist. For all things are stuck together by him. Amen. By the word of his power. They just confirm and and make it better what each one says when you add them together. Amazing stuff. Hebrews uh, 1.3 says, Jesus is the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Colossians 1.15 says, Jimmy, <coughs> Jesus, I put that with image, I'm going too quick. I nearly said Jimmy. <laughs> I mean Jesus. Colossians 1.15 says Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. It's amazing stuff, isn't it? That's who Jesus is. And I don't know whether that's enough this morning or I need to, to, to go, you know, into that more of just trying to Explain. I don't know, I just am overcome with the greatness of Jesus. The greatness of God, but the greatness of Jesus, God the Son. It's through him he created everything. It was he who spoke. Amazing. And I, I, I just, yeah, I, I never want to get, oh, that. I know that. You know what I mean? I, I just, I just want to be always thrilled when I hear something of the, of the scriptures and, and of what God is and who he is and, and I just want to feel you know I, I, I don't ever want to become oh yeah well I, I know that saved oh yeah I, I got saved back in oh, I don't know when it was I can't hardly remember that man I still remember the night as a little kid I gave my heart to Jesus and how I felt and I don't ever want to get over that, amen? And I'm not going to, I tell you, I really, I just love him. And so he created everything that exists, thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all things, visible and invisible. And as I say, there's more we can't see than we can. The universe, the planets, the stars. Have you ever gone out on a clear night and just looked? It just blows me away. I just think, Wow. We can't see hardly anything. You know, we can just see a zilch out of what's out there that God has spoken into being. It's amazing. And so the truth is that Jesus Christ is God's scheme of time and space. Everything centres on him. People think, well, the sun is the centre and everything goes around the sun. Well, the sun is the centre. But when I say the sun is the centre, I mean the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Amen? Is the centre of everything that exists today, everything. Ages, past, present, and future. And the magnificence of his creation is beyond amazing. But I, I want to, um, uh, what was I going to do? 
Oh, yeah, I was going to say, my mind is racing ahead this morning. You can see why I didn't go good at school, can't you? Sort of, my mind had gone to riding my motorbike after school when I was still there. And so you sort of didn't work out good with the teachers and me and and a very short attention span. But I was going to read to you Psalm 144, verses 3 and 4. Write it down. It's a great verse, just in the, in the, uh, with the uh, thought of the magnificence and the greatness and the hugeness of Jesus Christ. Psalmist wrote, Lord, what is man? could be what is woman, what is, what, is, what is kids, that you take knowledge of him, or the son of man, that you are mindful of him. Man is like a breath. His days like a passing shadow. Sort of, it's gone. We're really not much, are we? Yet God so loved us. It's just amazing. It really, really, really is amazing. But as beautiful as his creation is, as majestic and wonderful as it is, the two most beautiful things that exist or existed, but they still exist, are not things that that he actually created. So is that throwing you theology out of gear this morning? That's uh, just excuse me. I'd have spoken and stirred something up with what I did earlier. So two, I want to talk, tell you about two of the most amazingly beautiful things that uh, God actually didn't create, but they are made from things that he created because everything originates with him, doesn't it? So God might have made a tree, and you might have carved some, Greg tried to make something, I think. I actually heard there might have been something going on with his first carving, but um, uh, people can make other things out of the tree, but God made the tree. So, so what I'm saying is not that God wasn't involved, but it wasn't things that he spoke into being as such. But... Uh, these two things are, are so powerful, they're still relevant and they're still effective today and uh, amazingly beautiful. And the first one, of course, is a wooden cross. And you can look at the galaxies for all you like, but I tell you what, folks, an old wooden cross that was used to kill people on is one of the most amazing things that ever exists. It is the most amazing. And uh, on that, did Jesus not die, shed his lifeblood for our sin? An amazing, amazing, amazing thing. And uh, the second, but equally as important, most beautiful thing, was a cavity that, was hewn in a, you know, chiselled. I don't know whether they had means of blasting back then, but uh, a cavity that was made in 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 a in a rock face that had a a round 
door that slid over it to seal it. That was a tomb, a burial tomb. And uh, it's beautiful because Jesus was laid in it when he died. But three days later, the tomb's door was rolled away. There was no one inside. Amen? There's no one in it because Jesus is alive. So we don't die in our sin anymore. Our sin's forgiven and we live eternally. Amen? And we have an amazing hope of an incredible future because of what Jesus did for us. And uh, I just was thinking the other day, I was writing some things down, like from man's sin, because we understand with you know, the ages and the universe, certainly creation of mankind was part of that on day six of creation. And... Uh, uh, you know, and and we know if we go back through God Creator, like the the grass and the and the sea and the the animal, you know, just everything. But there's things that came from man's sin that God did not create, which is an, an amazing thing. Like sin has a power in itself, which is awful, but it does, which is why it's something we really need to deal with in our lives and should not be habitual and ongoing. And so things like fear, that's the very first thing that, that happened when man sinned. God said, where are you? It was Jehovah, Yahweh, in the garden. Where are you, Adam? Well, he said, we heard your voice and we, we hid. Why are they hiding for? Because they got fear. They knew fear for the first time come from sin. And it's a horrible thing. So fear and estrangement, they were estranged from God, as it were, because of sin. Separation, pain, anxiety, sickness, everything that's the opposite of peace came from man's sin, probably plus another hundred things we could think of. What's wrong with the world today? Well, sin's got it in its grasp in a bad way. That's what's wrong with it. It's always the base of everything that's wrong. But then you read Colossians 1, 19 and 20. For it pleased the Father that in him, that is in Jesus, all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. So it's on that old rugged cross that Jesus did all he could do to make peace with mankind. Amen? And, and out of that comes everything else. Healing comes out of the cross. Amen? Deliverance comes out of the cross and forgiven sin. It's amazing what happens when that is forgiven and how people's lives respond to that. And so all the good things come out of the cross. He did what he could. And uh, he did everything he could. There's nothing else that can be done. It's all been done. He's, he did what was necessary for us to have peace with him. I guess the deal really is that um, we've got to do our part of that, haven't we? And uh, uh, totally surrender our lives to him. If you want to live in victory, there's only one way to live and that's totally surrendered to him.
absolutely, totally surrendered to him. A little bit won't do it. A little bit will not do the job. I could tell you a story, but I don't know whether it would help explain anything, but... um, uh, it's, one of the, it's probably happened a few times to me, but several years ago I had an operation on my uh, all up in here and they broke it and straightened it and bored it out and made it bigger and could never breathe out of my nose and now I can. It's fantastic. And every now and again, just in the middle of nowhere, it just starts pouring. It's not SNOT, it's just water it just runs and I need a bucket or something there I could just run into but uh, uh, yeah it's, it started this morning so it's not good but praise God it's all good so uh, but it, you know and and I, I just think uh, being at peace with God is a wonderful thing and I, I wonder at times whether we don't just get a bit blasé about that and oh yeah well yeah that's you know and we're looking for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and so I guess we should be but I don't want to ever get over the fact that I got peace with God learn the scriptures you know like Romans 5 1 therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ wow because one day I've got to stand before him. But I won't have to stand before him because he took my sin, amen, and paid for it, shed his own blood to deal away with it so I can go free, amen. That's an amazing thing. It's not a small thing. That's an enormous thing that God has done, amen. Incredible. And so write it down, Romans 5, 5, uh, 5 1. <coughs> Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I love it. Through whom also, who through Jesus, we have access by faith into the grace in which we stand. Furthermore, we have hope of the glory of God. I think, wow. <laughs> That's almost the grandkids waiting for the lollies thing, isn't it? I think, wow, how awesome is that? Oh, it's my lot in life. My lot is that I stand in grace. <laughs> Amen? And by faith every day I can go further and further and further. I can go as far in grace as I want to go. I can walk right into it. Amen? And I'm planning on doing it. Praise God. Ah, dear. So, uh, I just was thinking about the the whole thing of uh, peace with God and... uh, and all those things that, you know, I, I named that came with sin, you know, fear, estrangement, separation, pain, anxiety, sickness, everything. The opposite of peace can be dealt with through the cross, through the shed blood of Jesus. And uh, I don't know, human counsellors want to take people back to where all the disaster happened, et cetera, et cetera. I don't like that. I... I like going back to the cross and just dumping it all there and that's that's it. Don't want to go back to it again, amen. Dealt with, forgiven, set free. Believe that with all my heart. The most important thing we can do is make peace with God. 
But then we need to take steps or do what we can do to make peace with those around us, don't we? I just, you know, the world is so, so, so selfish and so, so, so sick. And uh, I was talking with a uh, police officer yesterday who said to me, back in the days when I was young, people stayed together because of their kids. And she said, wasn't that the right thing to do? They didn't think of themselves, they thought of their children. And they stayed together and they worked things out because of their children. I said, good on you, lady, no names. Good on you, that's what it should be. I said, that's why I preach what I preach. It's not about us, it's about our wife. It's not about my wife, it's about me. It's about our children. It's about our grandchildren. That's why we work on stuff. We need to do whatever we can do to make peace with those around us. And if we're willing to forgive and forget, I don't think there's much that can't be sorted out. There is the odd one when the other person won't, is, un, is unreachable at this stage. I mean, I understand that. But gee, there's a lot of things that can be. Most of the time, oh, it's better for the children if we separate because we won't be fighting. Well, why not stop fighting and sort it out? I get angry, I really do. It's rubbish. And uh, praise God. And you know what? I'll read you a couple of verses and then I'll finish. Romans twelve seventeen, Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it's possible, as much as depends on you, me, live peaceably with all men. That is a great verse. It's a challenging verse, but it's a great verse. Write it and stick it on your fridge in a modern language, if you like. I don't know. That's what my old Bible says. But you know something else? Make peace with God. We make peace with those around us. We actually, sometimes, some people, maybe, maybe, Some of those people could be here today, I don't know. Sometimes we need to make peace with ourselves. You know that? Sometimes we've got to let things go. I can remember, uh, uh, I reckon it was early last year that Lorraine preached. January last year, I think, Lorraine. And I can't remember everything Lorraine said, but the theme of the message was let it go. (laughs) Incredible message. I don't know if it's still, you probably still get the podcast. If you weren't here last week, get the podcast. There was an incredible message preached last Sunday. An amazing message by someone who will never preach. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? And uh, listen to it, it's well worth listening to. Now I'm messed up where I'm going. Why did I say that? The pod, let it go. Sometimes we just need to let things go with ourselves. Oh, if I'd done this, if I had got saved earlier, well, you didn't. 
So it's no good going there. You've got to get where you started. I'm saved now. I'm going to make the best of every day I live. Going to do my best to live for Jesus. If I need to forgive, I'm going to forgive. If there's something I need to let go, I'm going to let it go. But you can't go back and fix what happened. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't work. You've got to take your new start and begin again. And there are some stupid decisions we can make that will cost us. You know, there are things we will do and, and can do that can really mess up our lives. But we can't dwell and that's, you know, we've got, to, we've got to take our new start. If any man's in Christ, he's a new creation. We've got to start there and keep on keeping on from there. Amen? And by the grace of God, he'll take us from where we were to where he's wanting us to go, into the future that exists for us that we might not even be able to see yet. But it exists. Amen? Who believes that today? Got this incredible hope, haven't we? We've got the substance of what we believe in our hearts because we know the word of God to be true. I just love that. I I think I might have to preach out of Hebrews again next week, but... um, that all makes sense. That was all thrown together. That was too many thoughts and trying to work out which ones not to bring. But probably, I hope it wasn't dysfunctional for you. But, but like, just close your eyes this morning. I, I just really feel, I, I just really would like to pray this morning. And so make just every eye closed. I don't want anyone, I want everyone, if you, these guys up here, they don't have to see. They can walk around into something. But, they, but I just want to give you opportunities. Is there anyone today that's just fighting with that, with that uh, uh, making peace with yourself? I just put your hand up and put it down. I just want to pray for you today. Yeah, see the hands. See the hands. I just want to pray for you today. Because I know that God can help you through this, but... You can't bury yourself in in what you did or what you didn't do because it just wasn't like it. Often we make decisions thinking it's best, but it works out not to be. But we're human people and God understands our humanness. He doesn't expect us to be like him. He's changing, he's he's making us, he's, he's doing work in us, but we're not there yet. And, and he understands that. And sometimes in our humanness, we can be so hard on ourselves. And, and, and I say, Lord, I just reach out this morning to those who are just struggling with this one, of even forgiving themselves and making peace with themselves, Lord, and, and past decisions and actions. Lord, I pray this morning that they would begin to see that it's gone. Life started again at the cross of Jesus Christ. And it goes on from there for them and it will get better and better and better for them as it goes on from there. Lord, I pray that even memory of the past, you would just dim their memory of of stuff that's happened in the past. And Lord, that by faith they would start to see things for their own lives that they've not seen before. Because, Lord, I know by faith we can see the things that you have for us. 
Oh, God, I pray that you would, you would just bless them this morning with breakthrough in that area. I ask in Jesus' name. And I don't know if there's anyone this morning that's never, ever made peace with God, never asked Jesus Christ to come into your life and forgive your sin. Man, I tell you what, if you do that, if you haven't done it, you will know something's happened. And that's where a new beginning starts. Is there anyone there today that just wants to do that? If, I'm, if I've missed anyone, come and see me later and say, hey, you've been away too long, you didn't see me. And, and I just would love to pray for you if you want to talk to me after about that. It's a great, 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 great thing to do. Praise God. Yeah. Who's going to commit to learn Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2? I'll, I'll commit to learning them. I'm going to learn them this week. Yeah. I already know them, so it's easy. <laughs> you can learn them, can't you? Yeah. I just, I, I, I learned Isaiah chapter 40, and I'm pretty sure it's verse 28. I know books and chapters in the Bible, sometimes I'm a bit iffy on the verses. I know where they are. I know some are on the bottom of the page and some are up here. <laughs> have you not known? Have you not heard? When I look up at the stars at night, so I just think, wow. Created the ends of the earth, his understanding. And he's on my side. <laughs> Amen. He's leading me. I gave myself to him. I do what he says. Look what he knows. <laughs> it's wonderful, isn't it? Praise God. Let's stand. Going to sing something? Let's sing. You've been listening to Life Church Podcasts. For more information, head to lifechurchbanella.com.au.